0: It's the Friday Press Box on The Run Home.
1: It is indeed a time for the Friday Press Box with all around Good Rooster. I've been told, George, that that is your official title. Uh, George Berry is with us. So Good Rooster, George Berry. Uh, Welcome to the show. Thank you for your time. I wanted to start with a bit of NBA chat today. First up, my mighty San Antonio Spurs, Victor Wembanyama, the most hyped player in a generation, has made his debut. 15 points. We'll forget about the five fouls. Uh, What did you make? Of
0: it, yeah, good Also, something i have mentioned is that he had five blocks, and um, the kid's an absolute freak. And for, for the hype that he's had, and pundits saying, you know, he's the best prospect since LeBron James, other prospects saying he's more talented at his age than LeBron James, you know, he's this, you know, like you say, once in a generation talent. He's he's certainly living up to it. And I've listened to a few podcasts he's done and a few interviews, and he does seem very level headed, very content, and um, ready to kind of take on any criticism and that'll come with his, the, the nature of his fame and his, his stature in the league and yeah it's, it's really cool probably for the first time in, in a wee while we're really starting to see that next crop of, of NBA talent starting to make their mark and, and, and um, take the court you know the likes of Chet Holmgren as well and at OKC who was drafted last year but missed the whole year with injury he's back and he he looks incredible as well and for the first time, and yeah, a, a very long time. It's um, it's really cool to see these rookies and, and young players kind of making their mark on the league. So, um, and it, it, the NBA is certainly in very good hands for the future.
1: Yeah, it certainly seems that way. Early doors at the moment, George Steve. For you, I mean, this kid Victor, he's 19 years old, over from France. The hype has been enormous. Now, different cultures and the like obviously and different people can deal with those sort of pressures differently but do you think there's any danger in introducing a guy that young to this much hype?
2: Oh, he's clearly... I think
1: so. sorry, oh, sorry, mate. sorry, sorry, sorry mate, I was going for Steve there.
0: Yeah, no, my bad, my bad. Go on Stevie, what...
2: Uh, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of talent, right? So, you know, you have to look after kids like that. You can't just throw them out into the wolves. It's, a, it's the same in rugby. You can't just throw, you know, kids out of school into super rugby. you got you got to guide them in. You, they, they need some protection. They, mm. You can't be expected to play every game until he gets his body in, into, a, you know, a, a stronger position where he can do stuff like that. So you, you got to make sure you look after the kids.
1: Mm. All uh, 2.24 metres of them. I think I could stand on Steve's shoulders and we probably still wouldn't reach his Head. Uh Also, while we're on NBA, just quickly, George, no Stephen Adams, of course, this season, out needing that knee surgery. So, in your mind, who should the neutral Kiwis be backing?
0: Yeah, I think the whole Stephen Adams injury thing, um, the Memphis Grizzlies will really feel that one, and I, I hate to be the devil's advocate, but I think this is going to be a really interesting time in Stephen Adams' career, and I don't know if it's been talked about that much. He's 30 now, and while that mm. seems young and he seems a lot older, and he seems like he's been in the league for about 20 years. It is quite a pointy time in his career, and a knee injury for someone of his stature, weight, and his position is, is quite a gnarly one. And to miss a whole year is huge at his age. Like, don't be surprised if you know Memphis have a really bad year. And while he might come back, they might look to to move on, and and you know things could could go interest go interestingly for his career from there. But I think to answer your question, I mean Kiwis should kind of naturally looked for other keywords in the league and you look at Sean Mark looking after the Brooklyn Nets they're a really exciting team and got a lot of potential and a couple of uh, good young stars there but I think you could also look at um, just the the incredible kind of situation that we have with LeBron James and the Lakers and mm. I know that a lot of people kind of tend to look and support at the Lakers globally the the fact that this guy's in his 21st season and he's nearly 40 years old and um, I've seen that he's on a, a 28 to 30 uh, minute per game restriction for the regular season to kind of keep him you know, ready for the playoffs, which is pretty remarkable. Even <laughs> the fact that he's playing that amount and still a, a top five player in the league is, is, is actually staggering. So, I mean, if you want to kind of witness history in front of your eyes, then, you know, tune in to watch what LeBron and the Lakers do. They've got a really good team this season too.
1: Yeah, it's funny here. I had a I had a question down, but I think you've kind of answered it already about LeBron's legacy. And does it only kind of get enhanced this year because of his longevity? And I think that probably very much is the case. We'll move on to the Rugby World Cup final now, Steve. Uh, look, I've I've mentioned this before. I'm a sentimental soul. I'm a Dane Cole's fan. Would you have given Dane Cole's a swan song?
2: Ah, uh, no. I think they've. It's all about winning this match, and I think they've made the right call. And they, you know, he he'll be disappointed, but he's a he's a great team mean, team man, and uh, he will take it on the chin. And um, it's no one's jumper; you're just looking after it, and he will do everything he can this week to make sure those boys are ready to rumble.
1: George, what about you? Are you more practically minded than me?
0: No, I completely agree with, with, with Steve there. And I was just talking about it to some of the colleagues in, in the office and and everyone's kind of in the same mindset, a lot of code heads in the office. And, you know, while he's been a great servant of that jersey and um, a great man and a bit of a, a media interview MVP as well, <laughs> um, I, I think that they've made the right call. And I, I I think, I can't actually remember, was his last game the Irish game? He it didn't was. Against yeah. I mean, what a game to finish on, you know? I'm sure that he can look on that and be pretty pleased that that was his last game. Ideally, you know, one of the, the better games that we've seen in a long time, if not ever. Um, so, no, I think they made the right call there. And um, Colsey will definitely go down for me as, as one of the one of the better players to, to wear that number two jersey.
1: And when you look at that bench, uh, George, for you, does it have the firepower with Samisoni in there, with Nepal Lala coming in to counter the Springboks bomb squad?
0: Yeah, to be honest. I mean, maybe it's a Christchurch bias, but I, I would have kept Fletcher Newell in the in the bench if it was me. I like Nepal and I like I know what they're doing with with you know matching that firepower and matching the the scrumming power that the Springboks will bring. But just for continuity' sake, when it comes to a tournament, I think it's really important to to keep continuity. And you know, while there's only minor changes between in the kind of knockout games and, and rightfully so, for me, I just think having Fletcher and Tamaiti come on at the same time and. They really proved it in those last two matches. For me, I was really, really impressed. So personally, I would have kept Fletcher in there. But other than that, I'm really happy with with our with our squad. I think from from nine to fifteen, we well and truly outmatched the backs and the Springboks. It's it's really a Ford's game for me. It's going to be super interesting to see how we match up against that power.
2: Steve. You just cannot find anyone in Christchurch that wants any other play except
1: for a canto, i Are you going it. to let it go?
2: They must teach it at school down there or something.
1: Uh, Steve Devine is not a huge fan uh, of one of our great southern areas, it must be said. Uh, he's had some he's had some bad times there in his playing years and I think it might have just scarred him for Oof. life.
2: Once you're a cantab, you're just for life. Every player has to be playing every weekend. No, I, I think they've made the right call. I think Nepo, they need to make sure that scrum is rock solid and he's the best man to be able to do that. Um, we run a bit of a risk around around the field. He's a big man that doesn't sort of move so well as some of the younger boys. And also the possibility he doesn't mind a red card either. So, uh, But, you know, fingers crossed and we get away with it.
1: I'll stay with you for this one, Steve. After what we saw happen to the All Blacks at Twickenham, despite the fact that that was obviously quite a different side with the injuries and stuff that, and things they were dealing with, for you, does South Africa have a psychological edge?
2: No. I, I think the Africans were like, oh, we put 30 points on these guys, we'll be fine. And I think the All Blacks have been in their room all week headbutting walls, <laughs> uh, just getting ready for revenge. And I, I, I think that's the psychological difference that we need.
1: George, what about for you? Do you think the mental game will be at play here?
0: No, I don't think so. I, I tend to agree with with, with Steve. I, I think that that game probably isn't the best indicator of of how this All Blacks team has, has been performing in the last few games. And uh, I've been, and while I've obviously had my doubts and, and skepticism on the All Blacks in the last kind of you know twelve to eighteen months, I think this has been a pretty inspirational run, not just with their performance, but their mental fortitude as well. When you look at how They've come together as a team. They've silenced the critics. And obviously, they're using that for motivation and rightfully so. I think that the mental fortitude that the All Blacks are carrying. And I don't know what's going on at training. I'm seeing a lot of Richie McCaw at trainings. I think having people like that around at
2: camp is only going to boost. Gonna uh,
0: be, boost uh, and yeah. Dean Carter, too. <laughs> oh that was unintentional. That was unintentional. That was I mean, way. I think Conrad but Smith's think... been
1: there as well, just saying. Didn't, didn't hear his
0: name mentioned.
2: <laughs> and Beaver. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, look, that was unintentional, but you know, well played. Um, yeah, no, I think I think the mental fortitude is, is a massive part, and um, I just think that, that that is a massive ingredient to to a, to a win. I, I haven't felt as nervous as I did during the week leading up to the All Blacks' Island game. I don't know about you guys, but I just haven't felt the the nerves that I was feeling leading up to that game.
2: I I just my my only doubt is I've seen I've seen the All Blacks in the last. Two years, put on a big performance, but, but I haven't seen them back them up three weeks in a row. And that's my only concern mm. is uh quarterfinal was big, semi final was big, um, and play well. I, ha- I have in the last two years. I haven't seen three in a row. That scares me.
1: Mm. I don't mm. I don't need to be scared right now. Oh, sorry. Steve, sorry. I, I'm just... Did you not get at the start of the show? I'm nervous enough it, as it is. That's, that's just my nature. And now... <laughs> You've Being scared is good. Now you've gone and put that in my head.
2: Being scared's good. It, it adds, it adds uh, concentration. It adds ah, preparation yes,
1: and, focus.
2: and all right. focus. All right,
1: all right. Uh, let's touch on some cricket as well on the panel here, because a lot happening, obviously, at that One Day World Cup over in India. The Black Caps play Australia tomorrow night. But the first thing I actually wanted to put to both of you. As if you had a choice, because England are obviously doing very poorly, if you had a choice between who you would rather see not make the semi-finals would it be England or Australia? George, I'll start with you.
0: England, 100%. Lock it in, Eddie. Without a doubt.
1: Now Steve, I feel like I know where you're going with this.
2: Yeah. yeah, Just my only, you know, the English cricket team is almost as boring as the English rugby team. (laughs) So I'm going. I'm going England out in both.
1: All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I thought that I might get a uh, get a difference in opinion there, but look, let's be honest. As long as the Caps make it through, we'll all be happy. Are we freaked out, George, by the prospect of an improving Australia come game time tomorrow night?
0: Um, I think you've always got to be keep the blinkers on for Australia, um, but I think that the way the Black Caps have been playing it has surprised me. Especially that they got off to a racing start, but I really like the format of this ODI tournament and I know there's been a lot of chat about the death of ODI cricket and obviously their sport you know sports have their peaks and troughs in terms of what's trending and what's not but I've always really loved ODI cricket and I've really loved watching just this tournament and and while the crowds haven't been great I'm sure that's not a a great kind of motivator for you know the, the powers that be who are deciding the future of cricket I've really been enjoying it and I mean, you've always got to be worried about Australia, of course, and maybe they'll make a, a kind of late run, like a, a bit of an All Blacks knockout situation. But I think the Black Caps are pretty sound, and we've got some incredible players. I mean, um, Russian Ravindra is playing some absolute incredible cricket, and mm. what, a, what a star for the future. So, I mean, there's some really, really good cricket being played, and I back, I back what the Caps are doing, and um, I think a, a little match-up with Australia will be extremely exciting.
1: Uh, and just one last one that I'm going to put to both of you as well. I'm sure you will have seen doing the rounds on social media channels. Uh, the Black Caps got an audience with His Holiness the Dalai Lama up in Durham, while they've been waiting for this game against Australia. That's the same location that they played India, uh, a couple of nice photos that came out, and one of them he's holding Kane Williamson's hand. And, you know, let's hope that the Dalai Lama has a bit, has some healing powers for the sake of the Black Caps this tournament. But just out of interest, if you ever had the opportunity to meet the Dalai Lama, what do you think you'd say to him? Steve, I'll start with you. Oh,
2: I'd get in trouble for sure. <laughs> I'd be brief. I would have been brief beforehand on what not to say. So I don't know. I just. Um... I don't know. Does he have a? Would you have a beer with him? Probably I not. I don't think so. Um, a tea.
1: A tea, maybe. I, sit
2: down and have a tea.
1: It'd be like getting briefed to meet the the Queen. Did yeah, you ever do that? I did. Your, yeah. I did,
2: but we didn't get the brief.
1: Oh. So well, when she do... walked
2: in the room, I was patting the corgis, which is apparently <laughs> is a big is a big no no.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, George, because I feel like you might not be able to beat. Um, not sure what I'd say to the Dalai Lama, but I patted the Queen's corgis as a as a response there. But anything you would like to say to His Holiness?
0: I'm glad Steve met the Queen, I mean, rightfully so, but um, I think for me, um, well, fun fact about the Dalai Lama, one of his hobbies is um, fixing watches, so I'd just give him a couple of my watches to fix, probably, nothing, nothing too major, I don't know, that's Ma- probably it for me.
2: I wonder if he's a fisherman.
1: <laughs> we can ponder yeah. all of these things in the air break, we uh, G- do.
2: GB, I'm surprised
0: you wouldn't say, g'day you know, mate, uh, LeBron or Jordan, where, where do you sit? <laughs> <laughs> We all know the answer, B. Lewis. We all know, we all know the answer to that. We don't need Dela Lama on that.
1: Is it LeBron?
2: No. Nope. Yeah, of course it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that is a debate for another day, friends. George Berry on our press box. There, thank you so very much for your time. Enjoy the weekend.